Hello, I'm Jonathan Jun. I'm the director of the ATS SRN website committee, and I'm here today with program chair-elect, Dr. Brad Edwards. He's going to be telling us about the programming that we can look forward to at this year's ATS in Dallas, Texas, from May 17th to the 22nd, and for those of us who are all interested in sleep and respiratory neurobiology. Thanks a lot, Brad, for joining us, and maybe we can start by just going over how many of the different types of symposia that we have related to sleep and breathing at this year's conference. Yeah, thanks very much, Jonathan, and thanks for having me. Um, so this year, we have, a, we have a pretty full program. We, um, you know, it's going to take us right through from Friday all the way up to Wednesday. Um, we've got three um, major symposium that, that were programmed by the SRN Assembly. Um, in addition to that, we've also um, co-developed two other major symposium with some of the other assemblies at the ATS, so a total of five major symposia that are going to be sleep or have sleep-related content. We also have three mini symposiums um, that are that are really cool. Um, we have four poster discussion sessions, and they're all going to be run in the sort of rapid format again this year, um, as well as having four thematic poster sessions. Excellent. So let's just cut right to it. Talk, talk to us about the highlights of the program <laughs> beginning uh, from May 17th and ending with May, Wednesday, May 22nd. Let's start with the uh, postgraduate courses on May 17th and 18th. Yeah, so we kick off Friday with a, a postgraduate course um, that's entitled Cardiometabolic Outcomes of Sleep Apnea Treatment from Evidence into Practice. And this was really coordinated by Professor Yuxel Pekka. Um, I guess the, the highlights of this course is that they're going to uh, sort of examine the pathophysiological effects of sleep apnea on metabolic disorders and cardiovascular disease. Uh, the postgrad course will also aim to review the evidence linking sleep apnea to metabolic disorders um, as well as cardiovascular disease and then talk about the implementation of the results of some of the major clinical trials and in, into practice in this area. So a really exciting, really, um, really interesting postgraduate course on Friday. Um, and then followed by that, we have one on Saturday, and, and this one's really focused around heart failure and the ventilatory complications of heart failure. And this was really put together um, largely by uh, Professor Matthew Norton. Um, and I guess the main focus of that course is really on ventilatory abnormalities related to heart failure in both um, the acute and as well as, well as the chronic setting. Um, and what they're hoping to do is also discuss the impact of sort of standard heart failure treatments as well as positive uh, airway pressure and its role in the treatment of heart failure. So again, a really two really exciting postgraduate courses. Definitely um, pre-registration is required for those courses though, so um, and space is limited. So if you are interested in getting along to that, please try and register as soon as you can. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, let's move on to the next day on Sunday, May 19th. What sessions can we look forward to there? Yeah, well, we kick off Sunday um, Sunday morning with, uh, with one of our first major symposiums, and it's uh, it's back to the exciting uh, you know pro con debate format. And so this year's uh, pro con debate was uh, the session was entitled "Pat for All or Pat for Few: Controversies in the Management of Sleep Disordered Breathing." And we have uh, four sort of I guess, oh, three debates and one sort of speaker at the end. The three debates this year are going to be uh, one whether moderate uh, to severe sleep apnea should be treated to improve cardiovascular outcomes and, and we have Susan Redline on the pro and, and Doug McAvoy on the con side of that. 
The second debate is whether treatment of ambulatory patients with obesity hyperventilation syndrome should start with CPAP. And we have Amanda Piper or um, uh, Professor Murphy speaking about uh, that as well. In terms of the third debate, we have is whether CPAP therapy should be used in patients with central sleep apnea and heart failure. Um, and we've got Matthew Norton there on the pro side and Atul Maholtra on the con. And then finally, we're going to wrap up the session with um, a talk by Dr. Robert Wise, who has extensive sort of trial experience in the involvement in landmark trials in both pulmonary and critical care. And he's going to offer us a unique and instructive outsider's perspective on what direction sleep disorder breathing trials should take in the future. So um, followed by that, um, yeah, we have a, a, during the lunchtime slot, we have a Meet the Professor, which is uh, going to be Dr. Wan Lee from the University of Texas, so a local, um, and uh, they're going to present on advanced sleep lab titration protocols for chronic hyperventilation syndromes. So if you're interested in that and meeting Dr. Wan Lee, I very much encourage you to get along to that. And then we really uh, wrap up the afternoon with our first um, posted session session. Again, this, as I said earlier, this will be in the rapid format. And it, um, it's going to be on sleep apnea, pathophysiology and treatment and, and really aiming. There's a lot of posters in there that are sort of trying to move the field towards the personalized medicine approach. So um, if you're interested in that sort of stuff, that's going to be moderated by John Kimoff, Alan Schwartz and Grace Pierre. And I'd very much encourage you to get along to that. Yeah, I did notice that on this year's program, we have a jointly developed symposia with a few other assemblies. And that looks exciting. Can you tell us about that on Sunday, May 19th? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So this is actually, this will be run at the same time as that poster discussion session format that I was just talking about. And it was, uh, as you said, uh, developed with a number of uh, other assemblies at, um, at the ATS. And this is uh, really going to be focused on, the, on the, the interplay between the microbiome and the immune interaction in lung disease. So quite a fascinating thing. The microbiome is becoming a really exciting area of research. So if you're interested in that, get along to that. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So that will move us on to Monday, May 20th. Can you walk us through Radio, some of the sessions so, that are going on then? Yeah, no worries. Well, we, we kick our, uh, Monday off with our first sunrise seminar nice and early. Uh, that's going to be presented by uh, Shushmita Pamidi from McGill University in Canada. Uh, and she's going to be talking about the evaluation and management of sleep disorder breathing in pregnancy. Um, so if you're interested in that, that's, uh, that's something that I really encourage you to register for. Um, the morning session uh, is going to be another poster discussion session. Uh, and this time we're focused on big data analysis and population-based studies. So this is a poster discussion session that's going to be moderated by Patrick Strollo and Kingman Stroll. Um, and they're sort of really, it's really focused around a collection of abstracts uh, that have uh, sort of got uh, data from large databases, population cohorts, um, and, and we're really interested in seeing what, uh, what they have to talk about. In the lunchtime slot, we have another Meet the Professor, um, and this is from Narong at the Cincinnati Children's Hospital, and he's going to present about uh, pediatric sleep disorders for the pulmonologist. And then we kick into another, our first mini symposium in the afternoon slot, which is going to be focused on upper airway pathophysiology and treatment in sleep disordered breathing. And, and pretty much as the name suggests, the, uh, this mini symposium uh, brought together a lot of really, really good abstracts on um, the recent data, the sort of 
being understanding more about the pathophysiology of sleep apnea, as well as how that relates to the treatment of the disorder. Great. Thank you for that. It looks like there's, an again, on uh, Monday, a joint symposium regarding neuromuscular uh, syndromes. Can you tell us about that one? Yeah. Yeah, not, not a problem. So that was uh, that was another major uh, sorry yeah major symposium that we developed in in collaboration with the clinical problems and the pediatric assembly and and this will be sort of co-run at the same time in the afternoon slot as our mini symposium uh, and and as a title as you sort of alluded to it's on sort of the management of neuromuscular disease and it it has both a pediatric and and, and an adult population focus so that should be quite exciting I think great. I'm going to remind our SRN members that we have our uh, membership meeting on Monday evening. I believe that takes place from 4.30 to 7 o'clock, followed by our assembly dinner in the evening from 7 to 10. Um, what else can we look forward to at that meeting, Brad? To give some other details, that that meeting, I think, sorry, the <clears throat> assembly meeting is at the Hyatt Regency in the Landmark landmark ballroom B for people that are interested. I definitely encourage people to get along to that. It gives you a chance to get an update on sort of the assembly activities and, and there's also, um, you know, get along to support the uh, the award winners of the Carol Marcus um, and Scatterd uh, Investigator Awards. That's, all, that's always a highlight, I think. Um, at the dinner, though, we have um, this year the... The SRN Assembly put together for the first time a Lifetime Achievement Award, and, and the winner of that this year was Professor Alan Pack. And so definitely encourage people to get along to the, um, and to, to their reception or the dinner because we'll be getting a talk from Alan Pack about his career, um, and he's, he's, got, he's also sort of going to work in their young advice to people, uh, sorry, advice to p- young people that are entering the sleep field. So that that is a that is a can't miss and it's a it's a first for the assembly. So definitely something to try to get along to if you can. Great, I'm looking forward to that. Moving along to May uh, 21st, Tuesday. Yep. So we kick off Tuesday with another morning uh, sunrise uh, seminar. Um, this will be presented by Dr. Reshma Amin from the Hospital for Sick Children um, in Canada, and they're going to be talking about the evaluation of respiratory function and sleep in neuromuscular disorders, the why, the whens, and the hows. Followed by that, uh, we have another, our second major symposium uh, first thing up in the morning, uh, and that is entitled Lifespan Weight Management of Sleep Disorders, Real, Feasible, or Just Theory. Um, So the main focus of this symposium um, is that it's going to be sort of reviewing the recent evidence on the management of obesity all the way from childhood to adulthood uh, with a view to sort of understanding its impact on sleep. So um, this session, there's, I think there's four speakers, four, no, yeah, four speakers in this session. Um, the first speaker of which is Narong from the Cincinnati Children's Hospital. He will present um, sort of a short presentation focused on understanding the impact of weight loss interventions in both children and adolescents. Followed by that, we have uh, Professor Matt Norton, who will then review the impact of lifestyle interventions and anti-obesity drugs on adult sleep apnea. And then we get a talk from uh, Sanjay Patel, who will also discuss the efficacy and safety of bariatric interventions. Then we have a talk from Ezra Tazali, and she's really going to discuss the potential impact of improving sleep quantity 
on weight and metabolic dysfunction in sleep-deprived patients. And then um, there'll be a talk right at the end that will review the challenges in the long-term weight management of obesity. We do actually, though, have a challenge in our programming is that we also have a simultaneous poster discussion session at the same time as that major symposium, and that's sort of our basic science, sort of fundamentals in sleep and respiratory neurobiology. Um, and this session really includes experimental data from both animal and human studies on um, the pathogenesis of sleep apnea, and there's a particular focus, uh, there's a number of sort of posters that are focused around the role that intermittent hypoxia plays in that session. At lunchtime, we have another Meet the Professor. Um, again, this is Professor Matt Norton, so if you don't get a chance to, uh, to chat with him during the major symposium, get along to this Meet the Professor. Um, and he's going to be talking about, at that, uh, at that session, congestive heart failure and sleep disordered breathing. And finally, in the afternoon uh, for Tuesday, we have another mini symposium. And this is going to be uh, focused on the cardiometabolic consequences of sleep disorder breathing and the role uh, that CPAP therapy plays in the management of these. And, uh, that's going to be chaired by Ezra Tazali, Naresh Punjabi, and Susan Redline. So that's, uh, that's pretty much Tuesday for us. Great. That sounds action-packed, and it's going to be hard picking between those two first sessions in the morning. Um, uh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> we, we do apologize that we couldn't uh, separate it out, but, but sometimes when you go to these planning meetings, that's what happens. You, uh, yep, yep. you get no stuck worries. with these challenges. So uh, that brings us to the home stretch Wednesday, last day of the conference, the 22nd. Tell us uh, what, uh, saving the best for last, I guess. Why should we stay to the very end? Yeah, well, there's, there's four great sessions that, uh, you know, that we programmed on Wednesday. So do, do encourage people to plan their time accordingly and try to make the effort to stay because we do have some really good stuff programmed on Wednesday. We start off with a, a sunrise seminar by um, Melissa Noitz. Um, from Yale University, and she's going to be talking about circadian misalignment in the ICU, which I think is a really cool topic. Um, there is a there is a um, a big session there on um, uh, sleep disorder breathing in cancer, and that's really that's entitled quite a clever name: "Sleeping with the Enemy: Exploring the Impact of Sleep Disorder Breathing on Cancer." Um, and this session really sort of aims to focus on the, the epidemiology, intermittent hypoxia, sleep fragmentation, all of those mediated pathophysiological pathways uh, that contribute to cancer biology um, uh, and how they relate to, to sleep apnea as well. So um, there's four talks. Um, first, Dr. Alamendros uh, will first present the role of immune direct, uh, deregulation sorry, in OSA as a booster of cancer incidence tumor aggressiveness and cancer mortality. And then this talk will be followed by uh, reviews of the role that exosomes and tumor malignancy plays in sleep apnea. And that's going to be presented by David Gazal. I have another talk on current epidemiological evidence linking OSA and cancer in humans. And will we, it'll be wrapped up by a talk on basically reviewing the evidence uh, linking sleep apnea to lung cancer. We have a mini symposium in the afternoon um, that's entitled A Look to the Future of Sleep, uh, Use of Novel Technologies and Software Analysis. Um, and this is really a sort of a session that's brought together a bunch of a uh, abstracts that are looking at new techniques and analysis, uh, uh, anal yeah, I guess analysis techniques that may be really helpful in diagnosing sleep disorders in the future. So if you're interested in that sort of stuff, great, great, great set of abstracts that are in that and talks. 
We also have, a, at the same time, a post-discussion session on the, the outcomes and impact of uh, sleep and respiratory disorders, and that's going to be moderated by Ron Grunstein, Mary Morell, and Marta Kaminsky. Um, and I think the name really speaks for itself. So definitely encourage you to, to hang around uh, and, and attend those either mini-symposiums or post-discussion sessions. I thought it would be a good thing to review for everyone, for, say, the basic scientists, or the, maybe the physiologist, what do you think are some of these sessions that you just don't want to miss? I mean, maybe not any of them, but um, to help yeah. us plan for what we go to, uh, what would, yeah, what would a, some of the basic science inclination go to? Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, I think for the for the basic scientists, definitely try to make it to, there's, there's a, there's a poster discussion session planned on Tuesday morning that's really uh, all built around sort of uh, sort of basic animal and human research. So that would be one that I would definitely recommend. Um, and for those uh, sort of physiologists and, and basic scientists that are really interested into like the sort of the OSA pathophysiology and treatment space, definitely get along to the poster discussion session on Sunday afternoon as well as there's, there's a, a mini-symposium on Monday afternoon as well. So those two things, were, would, um, if you're interested in that space, try to get along to that. And what about for those that have more clinical bents, uh, clinical research, or just clinical practice, what are some of the best sessions to go to? Yeah, that, I mean, that, that's a tough question. I think if you, you know, basically I reckon Tuesday is a pretty good day for the, uh, the clinician researcher. There's that major symposium on weight management, uh, we also have a mini symposium on sort of the cardiometabolic consequences of sleep disorder breathing and the role that CPAP plays. So uh, those two things uh, on Tuesday, I reckon, uh, are going to be a highlight for the clinician and the clinician researcher. But I'd also, pro I'd like to encourage them to stick around to attend the mini symposium um, on Wednesday, basically on novel techniques and software analysis, because I think that will give both clinicians and the clinician researcher a window into the future as to where where the field of sleep medicine might be going as sort of with this technology boom. So I think those are the things that I'd recommend for the clinician researcher. All right, that sounds good. Um, anything that we haven't covered yet that you'd like to go over, Brad? Yeah, look, one thing I do want to mention is that we have um, we have four thematic post sessions and, and they'll be running straight from Sunday through to Tuesday, so no post sessions on Wednesday. Um, but I, I do encourage everybody to get down there and check out the posters. We have uh, some great posters and great uh, sessions sort of ranging from sort of clinical and epidemiological studies in sleep uh, that will be done on Sunday. On Monday, we have sort of two areas, uh, two focused areas, uh, one on the diagnosis and monitoring of sleep and sleep disorders, and another one on uh, current and emerging therapies to improve sleep. And that's also, uh, we've also been able to program that close enough uh, so to the, the pediatric sleep disorder breathing poster session as well. So um, a great Monday, that, and that's all on Monday. So definitely, if you're interested in those sorts of things, try to get down there in your breaks and have a look at some of this science. And then on Tuesday, uh, we've got uh, a whole bunch, a series of posters on curious cases in sleep and respiratory medicine. So again, fascinating. Uh, some of them are quite fascinating. So do encourage you to get down and check out that as well. And that's about okay. that about sums it up. That sums it up, yes. And I'll remind people too that the posters, um, I believe, 
the the best time to see those posters is eleven fifteen to one o'clock. That's when um, when the presenters will usually be standing by their posters. So that's a good way to plan your day around those two. Okay, Brad. Well, thank you so much for that overview. I look forward to seeing you um, in Dallas as well as everyone else in our assembly. Yeah, should um, be good. Look forward to seeing yep. everyone in Dallas. Looking forward to it. Okay, bye cool. now. Thank you very much.